Well, welcome to the uh, Railroad Model Hobbyist Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Gillette, and joining me in the show tonight is my co-host, Ryan Anderson. I finally made it. <laughs> and there were those who said it could not be done. Most of you listeners know Ryan from his Model Railcast podcast. Well, the guest to the show tonight is none other than, wait for it, wait for it, it's coming, Scott Mason of uh, the Scotty yes. Mason Show and the founder and creative force behind scottmason.com. And if you've ever been to his website, you're going to see a line of craftsman structure kits that Scott has designed and produces. He's got a whole series of DVDs on everything from weathering to kit building. In about two months, it'll be about like November the 10th to the 13th to be specific, Scott's going to be at the fourth annual structure show, which is being held in Mansfield, Massachusetts. The show is going to be held at the Grand Holiday Inn Hotel and Conference Center, which is at uh, 31 Hampshire Street in Mansfield. And when you go to the show's website, which is www.css2010.com, you're going to see one of Scott's latest kits, Elwell Feed and Grain, featured on the homepage. Welcome to the podcast, Scott. How you doing, guys? It's great to be here. Uh, great. Glad to have you. How are you? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm pretty damn good. And uh, not only that, but I'm heavily caffeinated tonight. Mm-hmm. Are you? Okay. So I hope uh, I hope you guys don't mind talking till about uh, 3 this morning. Is it bad to take one of those five-hour energy drinks at 9 o'clock at night? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> only if you want to sleep before daybreak. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Uh, and I, you know, Ryan will tell you, my schedule basically runs from about six in the morning till the time I pass out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I I was working, uh, I'm, I'm building a structure uh, for the folks at um, Outback uh, Scale Models, which is a new company out of Australia. They sent me a kit to build. Cool. They're going to display it at uh, CSS. Uh, so they asked me to build a diorama for them because they were afraid to take their model on a plane or ship it. So I've been working at this thing and, uh, you know, I'm sitting over at my work desk, you know, my eyes started fluttering and thinking, Oh man, I got to do something here because, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm uh, half awake when I'm talking to you guys. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's good to get Scott on the show because not enough people know about him in the train world. So we really <laughs> want to mark him. <laughs> um, you know, I think my wife wishes that were the case. <laughs> um, Scott, I want to start off by offering my condolences and prayers to uh, you guys and all your friends and uh, for the Brian Nolan passing away. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ryan. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, uh, uh, when, you, when, you, when you think about Brian, you think about someone who, um, who was bigger than life. Uh, who, you know, you just, you always counted on to be there because he always was there for you. I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, Brian did things for us was, was just a huge part of the Craftsman Structure Show. Uh, for folks that, that may not be familiar with Brian uh, or his work, Brian was one of the top uh, structure builders in the world, a true artist, and uh unfortunately uh, passed away about a week and a half ago um, after suffering a heart attack. And uh, I just got back from Florida a few days ago. I went down for the services. And uh, Brian was not only uh, one of my best friends in the hobby, 
but I, and I don't know anybody that knew him that didn't consider him to be a good friend uh, because that's, that's just the kind of person he was. So, uh, you know, those of us that knew him are, re- you know, we were really just knocked back on our heels by this. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, well, I wanted to let you know that, and that's, yeah, you said it all, Scott. But we have you on here for uh, hopefully, hopefully happier things. Yep. And one of the biggest things that I'm sure – you actually, you know, in the pre-show, you didn't really mention it, so I'm kind of wondering, by the fourth show, is things running a little smoother? I would expect <laughs> you to be super hectic about, about right now. <laughs> well, you know, Paul Paul mentioned uh, that, uh, you know, the Crafts and Structure Show is going to take place this year, November 12th, uh, 10th to the 13th at the uh, Holiday Inn in Mansfield, Massachusetts, and it is the fourth annual Crafts and Structure Show. Congratulations, uh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, thank you. You know, And Ryan, to answer your question, yeah, it gets, it gets smoother to a point. I mean, there, there are certain things that we, we roll over year after year, uh, but in the previous three years, we've added items to the show each year. For instance, last year, we added the premium workshop component. Uh, so, you know, we want to keep it fresh. We want people to come back. Uh, which uh, they have, which is wonderful, and we want to, we want to, we want to. I'm having a stroke here. Bear with me. We <laughs> want to create a reason for people to come uh, who haven't been in previous years, and uh, so you know we're always we're always looking at this thing fresh every year, and uh, you know it, it's only four years old, so it's still a baby, and uh, you know we we haven't perfected the the model railroad convention but i but i think we put on uh, uh a damn good show okay well why don't we uh since that's kind of the main topic uh being a sponsor of model railroad hobbyist magazine mm-hmm. and yep. this is an extension of that magazine to remind the users go to model railroad hobbyist.com i believe it's model railroad hobbyist.com uh to check out that magazine and uh you will see some of scott's Scott, have you written articles for that? Yeah. No, but actually, uh, uh, Joe Fugate and I are in uh, discussions. Joe uh, had asked me if I was interested in uh, writing a uh, cover article uh, for the magazine, which I, I certainly am. And, uh, I, in fact, I was thinking today, you know, what I could possibly do. I've got um, a number of projects here that I'm working on uh, that would make good feature stories. But I also thought it might be neat, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about this later. Uh, to write a, a series of articles revolving around the process of designing and manufacturing a structure kit. Oh, very cool. Very so. cool. Well, again, the, the main focus uh, or the premier topic of this discussion is Craftsman Structure Show. Like you and both Paul said, it's uh, two months away. So a uh, couple questions here. First off, are there any openings as we talk about this? So if people start getting excited and want to check out CSS2010.com, can they go? <laughs> well, they'll have to ask their moms, but uh, – uh, <laughs> uh, well, they, And their wives. Well, there's, there's, <laughs> let me just explain how the show works. I mean the short answer is yes. There are really two main components to the show. The first are the premium workshops, which are – are limited to 20 people per workshop. Uh, we have extended each workshop to two sections, so we can accommodate up to 40 people now. But that's that's the day, actually the day before the show, November 10th, which is a Wednesday. The official show starts the 11th, which is Thursday. 
And the, and the convention is comprised of clinics, a contest room, a uh, dealer manufacturer vendor room, uh, an awards dinner on Saturday night, and a lot of camaraderie. And, and that's open to everybody, and there's no limit to the space. The, the hotel that we hold the convention in is, is large, and, and we can accommodate a lot of people. Okay. All right. So there yep. is room. So let's go back, rewind the clock some, mm-hmm. jump in our time machines, and go back to when this crazy idea came about and how you got it started. <laughs> well, crazy is a good word. In fact, uh, Bill Schomburg at uh, Craftsman was kind enough to let me write the editorial in, in his place uh, for the September issue of the magazine, and I, I talked about the origins of the show. Basically, the idea was Doug Fiscali's, and, and Doug, is, Doug is really our idea guy. You know, anything that I think that anything major that we've added to the show has is, is pretty much come from his fertile imagination. He had approached me in the fall of 2006 with this idea, and I kind of wanted to grab him by the throat and slap him around a little bit uh, because for two reasons. One, because I knew that it was it was a pretty good idea at the time without even hearing his whole concept, but I also knew it was going to be a lot of work to do. So. Doug's kind of a, a guy that's hard to say no to. And, uh, you know, I, he ended up talking me into it. I don't think it was too difficult. I, in turn, talked Jimmy Degnan into it. This year, uh, we've brought in Mike Rose as, a, as our fourth uh, show partner. Who, and, and Mike's, uh, well, Mike's expertise is project management. And, and, oh, and we kind okay. of felt like, you know, we were three guys that were... Uh, you know, flying off into space. And, and as the show evolved and, and matured, we wanted someone who could kind of keep the reins in on us and make sure we were, you know, staying within ourselves. And, and Mike's okay. done a great job of that. But uh, but it was, uh, to answer your question, it was it was really Doug's idea. Okay. So I know we talked, we hit on this uh, probably almost a year ago when you and I, ta- oh, a year and a half ago when you and mm-hmm. I talked about the Craftsman Structure Show. But I'm going to hit a couple of those points again for anyone because I know we have a lot of new listeners of sure. this show. How does one get a conference off the ground? Oh, man. I mean, briefly. <laughs> well, you, you know what? Getting it off the ground is one thing. Getting anybody to pay attention to it and, and their mind come to it uh, is another thing altogether. And, and, and I'll oh, tell okay. you, I mean, I had a pretty thick uh, carpet that I was hauling around with me uh, the first few months after we had decided to do this. And basically what I did was I, I made a list of all of the uh, top structure, and, and by tops, I mean tops in quality, uh, structure manufacturers in the hobby because I had to get their buy-in first. If I didn't get buy-in from them, forget it. The rest of the thing was going to die on the vine. And I okay. called every one of them and I said, listen, this is what we want to do. This is why we want to do it. This is why we think it's a good idea. It's going to bring people together who buy, build, and collect your products don't you want to be in the same room with these people? And to to a person, just about every one of them said, yes, we need to be at this thing. So, you know, to me, that was the first sign that, that we could pull this thing off, that we had we had, we had okay. buy-in from, from the major manufacturers. Well, that's, that's a great segue to what was the purpose of the show, because you said in your reply there, this is, you know, why did they need to be there? What was your you know, your group's thought, what was the main purpose? Well, you know, the other thing too, Ryan, is that, you know, and I found this out uh, as I started producing the instructional DVDs, there's people out there that are dying for education and information. And, you know, things like internet forums are great for that. Uh, My DVD series has been very popular, but a convention is another way to do that in a social setting. So 
it was it was one piece to get the manufacturers to buy into this. It was another piece to get the clinicians to buy into it. And basically what I did was I played off of the idea that the top structure builders in the hobby are also teachers. You know, guys like Brian Nolan and Dave Ravella and Dave Frary, Doug and, and Jimmy and myself, we're all dedicated to, to passing what we know along. And, and so many others, Brett Gallant from uh, Sarah West and, and Dick Elwell helped us out. Mike Tylek helps us out every year. Mike is, is just an amazing builder. We've had Tony Custer as a clinician. Uh, you know, the, the top names in the hobby and certainly the, the top structure building artists in the hobby, you know, we're next to buy into this. And, uh, you know, the rest... After that became easy because then we could go to the hobbyists and say, hey, listen, folks, we not only have the top structure manufacturers that are going to be there in a, in a small group setting. This isn't a big show like, like uh, you know, the NMRA National Convention or the Narrow Gauge Convention. You know, you're going to be able to meet and talk with them one-on-one. But more importantly, you're going to be able to sit down with the, with the top artists in this hub and get personal one-on-one tutoring. Now, so not only did these guys come in and do clinics, but, you know, they made themselves available before the clinics, after the clinics, in the showroom. Uh, we've had events up on the stage in the showroom where people could come and go as they pleased and watch these people create structures and, and different aspects of structure building during the course of the convention. I, it, it was just, you know, at, at the end of the first show, we, we had no idea how it was going to go. I think probably we were scared senseless. The, <laughs> the, the failure... The potential for failure was incredible. And, you know, there goes, you know, all the hard work I'd done. Especially in an age when conferences are dying. Right, right. Well, and the other thing, too, is let's let's face it. This is not a cheap event. It it costs, you know, if you, if you buy, you know, the three-day pass, it's 90 bucks to get in the door. Most people are flying from other places in the country, so there's airfare involved. There's four hotel or five thing. nights in a hotel plus food. We had people who came from England. We've had people that have come from Australia, New Zealand, you know, all over the globe. Uh, so that there is there's a, a cost to doing this. And we felt a, a sense of obligation to put on the best show we could. But until we got that feedback from the first show, we just never knew how it was going to be. And uh, right. across the board, you know, you can never please everybody. But I would say unequivocally across the board, the uh, the feedback was completely positive. And, you know, that's all. Do you guys have like a feedback sheet oh, yeah. in the back of your catalog? Oh, yeah. uh, and we do, you know, a couple of different surveys over the course of the year to try to get as much feedback as we can because we want to hear. Well, that's awesome. We want to hear everything. All right. Okay. Very cool. Now, you mentioned manufacturers. Mm. So you said the top manufacturers. I mean, is that what's drawing people in partly? I mean, like who's there? Well, in the past, we've had fine scale miniatures, uh, George Salios, uh, Bob Van Gelder from South River Model Works, Brett Gallant from Sierra West Scale Models, Dave Frary, of course. Uh, we've had uh, Crow River Products. You know, the list goes on. We what we what we've tried to do, Ryan, because it's not attendance wise. We draw about three hundred or so people. We'd like to draw more, but that's you know that's the reality of it. That's good. How long? To- um, not Timonium, um, Naperville's yeah. been around, and I was up there last year, and I think it wasn't even 200. But what we want to do is we want to have the right mix of manufacturers to attendees. We don't want to have too many manufacturers because they're not going to make enough money to make it worth their while to come back. And so we have anywhere between 22, and I think the most we ever had was 30 manufacturers or dealers there. Well, that's very important, yeah. though, because the other part of that that you didn't say was if you have too many 
too many uh, guests, then they're not going to be able to buy anything because everyone's going to be sold right. out. And we've had some <laughs> we've had some instances of that. The first year, Brett Gallant uh, came from Sierra West. He had no idea what to expect. He was basically taking a flyer on it and, and figured he'd see what happened. And uh, he brought he shipped me up a couple of cases of kits before uh, he arrived at the show, and I, I think they sold out in about ten minutes. Uh, yeah, he was he was a little more prepared the next year. Um, so you know, nobody knew what to expect, but you know, those that have done the show certainly do now. Now, if somebody goes to your website, can we see a list of who's going to be there? Manufacturers, clinicians, that yes. Kind of thing? Uh, the okay. if they go to uh, CSS twenty ten dot com, you'll see a, a vendor list. You'll also see a clinician list. Keep in mind, as with any convention, these lists are subject to change. We have, um, in the past, we've made uh, a couple of last-minute changes. Um, obviously, unfortunately, you know, we've got to uh, account for uh, Brian Nolan's loss. You know, we can't even begin to fill those shoes. So, you know, if, if that hasn't been taken off the site, obviously, that's something we, we have yet to do. But, yeah, the, at this point, uh, we're almost into September. I'd say that list is probably pretty accurate. Okay. Now, people attending the show, what kind of clinics can they expect? Obviously, craftsman structure, but I'm sure there's, you know, you dig down deep into it, there's, you know, a lot of different techniques. Is each class, like, divided by technique, or is it divided by, you know, how does well, that work? Well, it's, it's fairly wide-ranging within the genre. And by that, I mean you can, you can go to a clinic on, you know, painting brick and stone, uh, working with wood, scratch building techniques. Uh, Dave Freire is doing a premium workshop on uh, model railroad photography this year. Cool. Uh, Brett Gallant uh, usually does three clinics for us. Mike Tylek always comes up with something very unique. I think one of his clinics this year is on uh, building interiors. Uh, we've got to get... No, it's Tylek. I'm sorry, Scott. It's Tylek. Is that the... I always hear there's like tilic windows and doors. Is that the same that uh, that is? Or am I getting that? Mixed that's up the with uh, I believe Bar Mills named a kid after Mike, and that might have been the name. Oh, Mike Tilic is a uh, prolific author and photographer for the hobby for many many years. He was one of the people that inspired George Selios. Uh, and Mike is also one oh. of the nicest, most accommodating people you'll ever meet in the hobby. The one am I thinking of? Oh, Titchy. Titchy, yes. Titchy one. Okay, uh, that's fine. I always get those mixed up. You know, I, I just want to say this year, too, we've got something um, that I consider very, very special. Uh, we've got two folks, uh, two of the top structure builders from Australia, uh, John Hunter and Laurie Green, are flying over. And they're each going to do clinics uh, on various aspects of structure and diorama building. I mean, these guys are... You know, I, I rank them right up there with, uh, you know, the Dave Ravellos and Brian Nolans of the world. And I'll tell you what, if I were ever on the fence about trying to decide if I wanted to come to the Crafts and Structure show, just the fact that these two guys were, uh, you know, on the clinic list would, would force me to b go buy a plane ticket. Well, and the fact that they're flying all the way from Australia. Geez. Yeah, uh, and they're just, they're just amazing, amazing craftsmen. So I'm really looking forward to sitting in on those clinics. Where could, because I'm not familiar with these mm -hmm. two, where, where could I find out more about them? and what they uh, If you Google, I'm going to give you a name, and I, only because I okay. don't know his website. Gentleman's right. name is Mario, and his last name is... It's pronounced Rapinet, but it's R-A-P-I-N-E-T. If you Google that name, you'll find his website. And Mario's got pages on his website devoted to these guys. Mario is also okay. from Australia. You know, and our, our Australian friends in the hobby are, um, because, of course, the, the percentage of, of model railroaders is 
well, the number of model railroaders is far less over there. They tend to be much more craftsman oriented uh, and their work is really wonderful. So, you know, we've got that going for us. We've got um, uh, Bill Sartori, who I know, Ryan, you've talked to um, on your podcast, yep. who's going to be doing uh, an, a um, LED lighting clinic this year. Oh, cool. uh, we've got Chris Lyon from Canada who's coming down to do a uh, premium workshop on painting backdrops. So, you know, we're, we're covering. You guys cover a lot. Well, we do. You know, there's obviously, when you're talking about structures, there's obviously a natural tie-in with scenery. And while we don't want to get too far afield, we feel that there are some subjects that, you know, when you, when you look at structures, you have to take into consideration. So, you know, for instance, Doug Fiscali does a clinic on um, carving rock work. Last year in his premium workshop, he had 20 people in there who had, for the most part, never carved a rock in their life. And I watched these people walk out of the room holding these rocks, and I wanted to take every one of them from them and put them on my layout. They were so good. Awesome. Uh, so, you know, you've, got, you've just got the, the premier teaching force in the hobby two years ago we had tony custer come and do a clinic and you've talked to tony and there's just there's nobody better there, there just isn't so you know we've got uh, guys like dave ravella and uh, dave this year is going to be doing a, one of his clinics is on uh, large-scale modeling and dave has been doing a lot of work the last few years on the fn3 sundance central which is a modular layout that if you that just came up in my last podcast who was talking about who did i have on last week Somebody, he was just talking about it. I can't remember. Oh well, I'll God, tell you what. It's going to be on display out in St. Uh, Louis next week. That's National right. Barricades. It was Alan Butler was on with okay. me last week, and he's going to the narrow gauge, and he said one of the main reasons he was going was to see that. Well, layout. Dave's going to be doing a, uh, a clinic that's based on larger scale modeling and, and the, you know, some of the differences and some of the considerations that you have to take when uh, when working in bigger scales and and even for people that are that you know are never going to wander beyond ho scale uh there's a lot to learn in a clinic like this there's there's a lot that we don't know uh and uh you know you're gonna have an opportunity to learn that so i'm really excited about the slate of clinics this year there are i believe 25 clinics and i want to say that 21 of them are brand new this year holy cow well you guys are just knocking the ball out of the park with this show that's awesome all right now I'm going off a bullet point list that Paul was nice enough to put together, but there's a couple things that I don't see on here. One, you mentioned that you guys have a contest mm-hmm. room. What is that all? It keeps popping on. We have a number of contests that we sponsor each year. We have a um, uh, we have a diorama contest. We have a structure contest. We have a square foot contest. Build anything you want as long as it doesn't exceed a square foot. Uh, we have a peanut butter lid contest. Build anything you want as long as it doesn't exceed the circumference of a peanut butter lid now who can who are these for are they for the main they're for no they're, they're for everybody they're, they're for, for everyone everybody. okay uh, we have uh, a number of photography uh contests as well and and the whole purpose of these contests is is not to have you know hard and fast rules and be restrictive it, it's to promote people to bring things in to show and sure. we have okay. seen some of the most amazing structures and entries over the past few years the first year we had a gentleman from Connecticut, who built an entire model railroad on the lid of a peanut butter jar. Oh my and he, he not only built this thing, it was actually one 870th scale. He <laughs> sent the whole thing out to California to have a sound system put in it. It, oh, it was unbelievable. Wow. Uh, but um, so, you know, you never know what you're going to see, but it's always going to be wonderful. 
Wow. It's got to be hard to be the judge. Well, it's it's by popular vote. Everybody who is in attendance receives one ballot. Oh. And they can they can vote for you know something in each of the categories, and they can also vote for the best of show. And we announce those awards during our awards dinner, which is on the uh, final evening of the show. Well, and if all of that, ladies and gentlemen, is not enough, I know Scott and Gang always have something else cooking. Well, we and what do you got cooking this year? Well, you know, uh, I, you probably saw the video um, last year that uh, you, you folks at Model Railroad Hobbyists did uh which was wonderful right. last year uh we had video of me in the bee costume during our live uh, podcast recording and uh, i can honestly say there will not be a bee costume uh this year doug uh was in a uh, major um panic last year because he didn't i i tried to keep it a secret and and doug is you know just worried that you know i'm gonna f- spin out into oblivion and, and and take the rest of us with him <laughs> so I promised him I, I wouldn't do a costume this year. But uh, one of the, you know one of the other things that we haven't uh, really hit hard on in promoting the show this year is uh, we've got uh, we've got some uh, Hall of Fame inductions this year. We when we started the show we created the Craftsman Structure Hall of Fame, and we've in, we've inducted okay. a number of of wonderful craftsmen into it since we started. This year uh, we're going to be inducting Ken Hamilton. Uh, who is just an incredible craftsman, and he'll be bringing uh, several of his dioramas with him to display. Unfortunately, we're going to be posthumously inducting Mike Chambers, who was the uh, longtime administrator of the Railroad Line Forum and another good friend who passed away this past winter. Uh, and he, is, uh, he, is, he was another true craftsman and is, is sorely missed. And we'll also be doing a tribute to Mike and of course, we will be doing a uh, a tribute to uh, to Brian as well. So on top of that, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, what about tours? Any well, tours we, we've got time? we've always got tours. Uh, with the um, day before the show starts, which is Tuesday the ninth, uh, George Selios has graciously uh, offered to open the Franklin and South Manchester to anyone who wants to come up and see it. Oh, it's not limited this year. Last year, you limited. Well, uh, you have to contact George. I believe he wants to limit it to there's going to be like four viewing times throughout the day. And I believe there are an hour and a half a piece. And he wants to limit it to, I think, 35 or so people per segment. I think you did that last year. So if someone is going to the show and they want to see George's layout, they need to contact him. Right. Um, And that's Tuesday the 9th. And then Sunday the 14th, there will be a number of layouts open. Mine will be open. Dick Elwell's will be open. Bob Van Gelder's will be open. Uh, Jimmy's will be open. And we may have uh, one or two others that we're working on uh, for that day as well. So uh, Mike Rose's may be open as well. So, you know, people can kind of do a, um, you know, a tour of Massachusetts, if you will, okay. and, uh, you know, see a lot of great uh, model railroads. Uh, Jimmy just is wrapping up uh, an addition to the Penzi layout. It's spectacular. So I'm sure people who, even if they've been there in the past, are going to want to go see that. Dick Elwell is always working on something new, as is Bob Van Gelder. And, you know, my layout is still fairly new, so there's always something new. In fact, I did quite a bit of work uh, right after the Craftsman Structure Show last year. So, yep. Okay. Well, very awesome, guys. This is Scott Mason. You can find out more about the Craftsman Structure Show at www.css2010.com. And uh, this ran a little longer, so we'll say goodbye to Scott for now. You can catch 
more of this interview in part two, where we talk with Scott about his other ventures. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Scott. Thank you, guys. Thank you.